Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Zing Podcast. I am Jack. And I'm Nicole. Welcome back. We've got a brand new episode tonight. Back-to-back episodes at 8 o'clock. This is a good week. Great week. We have the first eviction of the season. Well, let's tell everybody where to hit our socials first. Yes, so you can follow us on Instagram at ZingedPod. Make sure to subscribe. Leave a comment on the iTunes podcast. Make sure you can search for us on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. We'll get that download to you after every episode. Yes, sir. So let's jump into what happened this week. All right, we got our first eviction. First eviction. It was kind of a sleeper, but that's usually how first week Big Brother goes anyway. A little predictable, you're right. Very predictable. But let's jump in with Keisha coming out first. I thought it was uh, almost comedic. The beginning of the episode starts with her coming out and saying, I don't want to go home. I realize maybe I need to start playing the game. I don't want to be the first Big Brother All-Star to go home. And then she was not seen for the rest of the episode. <laughs> so, exactly. I thought, okay, maybe she's going to come out. She's going to start campaigning. She's going to start playing Big Brother. She doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. But, you know, in typical Big Brother fashion, they edited the episode to make it seem like the house was about to turn and keep her in. That's true. But well, they had to make it interesting. Exactly. I mean, it wouldn't have been a terrible idea. It wouldn't have been. But, I mean, it, to try to play that Kevin is some big threat. Neither one of them are a big threat, so I feel like either way they couldn't have gone wrong with who The way Kevin did. played, though, That's true. right? We talked last time. I mean, think about all he did campaigning. He's yeah, pick he put- one POV. He campaigned the HOH and everyone in the house exactly. and got a 13-0 vote. Yeah, he put the work in to stay. So honestly, I do think he did deserve to say, stay, but looking at both the players, it could have gone either way and it wouldn't have caused waves in that's the group, true. that's for sure. I would have liked to see Keisha campaign a little bit. I know. I would have liked to have seen her actually like play a little bit. She did try to throw a little shade before in her little convincing speech before they went to go vote where she was like, oh, I wish some of you good luck. So she threw a little bit of shade out before she walked out the door. When she sat out with Julie, too, she said that she was a little bitter because she asked specifically Enzo and Cody to let her know. One yeah, way or the other. What kind of like campaigning it. is that? Just yeah. you know, let me know. Just let me know what's going to happen. Come on. I mean, play the game a little bit. That's deserve true. to go home. Exactly. I'm yeah, sorry. She didn't do anything. Sorry, and, Keisha. But yeah. Cody and Enzo, they don't have to show, like, go up and tell you, like, oh, yep, sorry, you're going home. Yeah. I mean, she should have just already figured that one out on her own. And she's campaigning. She's complaining at the end, saying that people aren't playing the game yet. Nobody's really ready to make moves. When she didn't even campaign. Yeah, she didn't even do anything. She didn't do anything to stay in the house. All right. We don't need to beat a dead horse yeah. <laughs> here, but just bothering me. I, I mean, we watched all week. We, we were did. hoping that, okay, maybe she'll step up at one it point. It started to get exciting with the whole Kayser and Janelle storyline they had going, but then it really just flatlined. I know. I was surprised to see that. when uh, what, Janelle came in saying that she would have fought for Keisha if it was the old Janelle. But she's got this new persona. I guess she's not coming in guns blazing like she usually is. Or maybe she's just waiting a week or two before she brings that out. I think it's a smart play, though, because why? she's not going to make waves. Yeah, she didn't have a keep Keisha. perfect reason to bring or to keep Keisha. So. And I didn't quite understand why she felt that Keisha was so important to her game over Kevin. That's Unless, true. does she have a some connection with her that I missed? They might be like friends outside the house or something, so she might have wanted to keep her in over Kevin just as a personal relationship, but 
obviously it didn't really mean too much to her because she didn't really campaign too hard to keep her in the house. I mean, she opened up to Christmas about it too. What do you think was going through Christmas's head? Well, I think, well, Christmas was, when she was talking to Cody, she was like, hey, let's keep Keisha. Because she's like, I can beat Keisha in the end. And I think pretty much anybody in the house can. Yeah, it's, to me, it seemed like she just wasn't about it. Yeah, she really I think really that's why Janelle <laughs> maybe thought, all right, I'm not going yeah, to fall gonna. on the sword here. Yeah, she's not going to make any more waves than she already did. So we saw that Christmas and Janelle. I, I think those two could be an interesting duo. I'm curious to see if Janelle tries to pull her in with the Kesar. I would think so, because looking at how everybody's been kind of forming, they've all formed against Janelle and Kesar, which if I was in the house, I'd be wanting to be partnered with them. I agree. Well, I... I think they, them two just haven't made the push outside of themselves. That's true. They haven't expanded their alliance. But maybe that was the first glimpse of it with Christmas. With Christmas, yes. Yeah. So hopefully they can get paired together. I think that would be a strong group together. Well, let's move on to our next alliance and strategy. Yeah, we have we a lot form. of alliances We saw some good stuff. This is some good week Everybody's one stuff Everybody's getting going on. named. Yeah, we've got the commission. we got the commission. Cody in another final two deal he's got the roots and now he has the commission and then he has whatever it is with nicole so he's becoming the new tyler <laughs> he, is, he is you mean taylor oh, yeah, tyler. oh, tyler. oh tyler no tyler, i think his tyler. name's tyler yeah. oh yeah yeah I oh think, yeah okay i don't know <laughs> Good God. <laughs> but i like the setup for the commission it, the only thing also i just kept thinking about the dunder mifflin the five families of scranton yeah i don't watch the office <laughs> oh, so oh, i can't help you there <laughs> Don't know what you're talking classic about. Classic office stuff. Anyway, the com- <laughs> the five families of Scranton, the commission here. But I think it's a smart setup. I think to have them to be the base of it. And then they have a buffer to yeah. protect them. Exactly. But they made it seem very natural. The way that like Memphis formed it was pretty natural. He was just like, oh, like didn't get them all in a room together. He just kind of went one by one and was like, oh, like let's do this. Is this part of the preconceived plan from Derek, you think? I'm 100 yeah, 100%. They probably already figured this one out before coming into the house. Yeah, do you think those names were pre-picked, pre-planned? I would say so, because they didn't really, like, argue against, like, oh, should we work with this person? Should we work with this one? Like, they were just like, yep, those four. That works. Sign me up. Well, I'll give some props to Memphis, though. Memphis was the one playing game here. Again, I think... I'm going to dog Cody because Cody not playing. Yeah, Cody's, Cody's just like, kind of oh, agreeing and just floating. Much. And he's like, yep, Memphis, you go do the deal. I'm not going to. Yeah, so Memphis makes it. the commission. He comes up with the name, brings Cody in, and then he goes around. Cody doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. And Memphis makes all the moves. Cody's saying this is his main alliance. I would think he would be wanting to do more to create this alliance. Okay. Cody and Memphis or Cody and Nicole? For what, who he's loyal to? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I would say he's going to be more loyal to Nicole because it seems like he's been talking more to her than to anybody else. He does have a lot of final deals. I he mean, does you're have right. a lot of final deals. A lot of them, though, have just kind of fallen in his lap. Yeah, he hasn't had to work for him, but that's also because he was the yeah. first HOH he was, Yeah, season. he was HOH. We'll see how it plays out. I so we got Christmas, Tyler, Taylor, uh, <laughs> Danny, Taylor. and Nicole, Nicole F. So we got those four, which I, I mean, honestly, between those six. That's a pretty, that's a pretty that's damn a, strong alliance right there. 
very well-rounded, I would say. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's a power squad. If they can actually keep it together. I, c- I think they could. I could see them keeping together. Because, I mean, Tyler, although he does make a lot of final two deals and everything, he is loyal to the group that he picks. So True. I can see that working out. Hopefully he picks the commission over his other group. 16 side deals that he's yeah. got. Did they mention that the name was the commission to everybody else? I don't think so because I think I didn't pick up it's on only, that. the commission is only Cody and Memphis. It's not everybody else in the group. So I don't think they've come up with like the actual group name. I see. Just Cody and Memphis are the commission. I see. And then so they haven't come up with a name for everybody else. No, I don't okay. think so. Then we have another pairing, which I think is a pretty solid one, which is Nicole A. and Kevin, the blessing. The two unicorns. The two unicorns that create the blessing. The blessing. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good pairing. I think so, too. I'm glad to see them both starting to make some moves. And I'm starting to see Kevin more and more as a player here. Now I'm starting to understand his all-star pick, maybe. Uh, he's also been getting a lot of airtime. He has been getting a lot of airtime. But he's been making moves. He has been making moves. He he's, went from a... He got past his mental breakdown. Yeah, I was going to say, he plays a little scared, but he gets through it. But he plays it a little... This week, he was kind of scared the whole time. So, he's kind of a hot mess. <laughs> uh, true. But he was playing. He was playing the game. So, I think, uh, over anything else, you got to give credit to the guy that's playing the game. Exactly. Be- whether he's scared, he's being a mess about it, at least he's playing. Exactly. Right? Because it's so frustrating when you see guys floating through. I know it bugs me. Or Cody, so much. Right, Cody last week get big. You get HOH and you just kind of like yeah, whatever. You go for the easy targets. You don't lie to anybody. You're just saying yes well, to every he alliance. Didn't lie I mean, to anybody because he can't lie. So that's true. <laughs> we forgot that small little detail. So do you think Kevin and Nicole A will expand on the blessing of the? Will the two unicorns? find more unicorns yeah you think they'll be like the commission will they add some more players i don't think so i think they're gonna stay as like a solid dude because that worked for nicole last year because her and cliff teamed up and they made it to the final five together oh that's true they were a great team together yeah they were a great team together that is a good point but i think that cliff was definitely a stronger player than kevin that's true yeah he definitely was but if nicole if she plays the same way that she did last season she's gonna make it far because she makes herself seem like she's a floater, but she's really not. She plays undercover. Agreed, yeah. She's a low-key well. player, but she's making moves. And I think Kevin and her play well, too, because he is a little more out he's front. A, he's right? a little more out there. And yeah. Well, he's not more undercover. Social. He's definitely, yeah. Where she's kind of quiet and reserved, he's definitely out there. So for even for her perspective from a game, it's good because it's kind of some cover for her. So she's got someone watching her back and someone going to really do all the dirty work for her. Exactly. And she doesn't seem like a big threat in the house. Yeah. So I can't see her getting evicted. I don't see her getting evicted anytime soon. So another one that I liked that I saw tonight, and this one really surprised me, Tyler and Bailey. That one is shocking. (laughs) Like I'm blown away that they are actually going to pair up, which good for them. They're getting over their issues, whatever their main issue was back in the house two years ago, but still good for them. Keep the counter going from episode one. Remember I said how many times we're going to see the Bailey clip? We got one. We got one. Ding. Ding. Counted on the board, everybody. (laughs) So we got CBS counted at once with the bleeding mouth and screaming. We got one in. But now that they're like playing together, we might not see the uh, screaming clip anymore. True. I think they have a good idea, though, where they're saying, look, nobody expects us to work together. They think we hate each other. So why don't we use that? 
see, I hope that they, now that they're like working together, they set up another fight like they had two years ago where oh, Bailey just goes off on that's him. That's smart. I hope that that would happen now that they're working together. That would make for great TV. I hope it's just an actual alliance and it's not Tyler just making a final two with another person. (laughs) Another person. So I hope some of these, they follow through. This is one of the ones though that I think there's some serious strategy behind. I I really like this one because I think they both nailed it on the head where no one will see this one coming. No, not at all. And they can both work both sides. Like they can, they're probably going to end up on either side of the house. They're going to be separated, but then they can both look out for each other. So I think that's going to be what's going to help get them to the end. Where it draws a little bit here and where we start getting messy with all these different alliances coming together is we have the solid four. Oh, yes. The solid four, which is another alliance coming another alliance. in. Yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah Cody. So Davon, Bailey, Cody, and Enzo, the solid four. That is, they, that is pretty solid. <laughs> Would they have named themselves right? I agree. I think this is another really strong one that people won't see coming. But surprised to see that Cody again just kind of nods. Just like, yep, yep, I'll get into this one. But I guess his strategy is he's going to have multiple alliances to watch his back to get him further in the game. Was this one driven by Davon? That's kind of what I took from the episode. Was she the one driving that? I think it was Davon and Bailey. They drove that. Was Bailey involved or was it really just kind of Davon... Well, I think it this. was their idea, but then Davon is close with Cody, or like they, her and Cody talk, so that was an easy okay. one for her to like approach Cody and be like, "Hey, like we're doing this," and then I guess she's been spending time with Enzo. Do you think she clued in Davon about the Tyler thing? I would. If Bailey was smart, I would. Keep, if I was Bailey, I would keep that to myself. I, I wouldn't agree. let anybody know. And if I was Tyler too, I wouldn't let anybody know that I'm working with Bailey. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I think that could be a big trigger point. For Davon, if she finds out that Bailey has another final two deal. Bailey's got another final I two mean, deal. It depends on who values who, right? So let's let's take the top three people here that have the most alliances. Who do you think has the most alliances? Give me your top three people that we're trying to keep track of. Who are who has the most alliances right now? Tyler. Yep, agreed. Cody. Mm-hmm. Let me I would have to say Nicole F. She's in a few of them. Because she's got a final two with Cody, final two with Ian. She's a part of like the buffer for the commission. And I feel like she's in one other one. But I can't remember which one it is. Nicole F or maybe Davon. Yeah, Davon's got a couple. Davon's also been making some moves now. So who do you think of those three? Who is their go-to person? Right, so if it's who's their ride or die to the end. So the tougher one, the easy one, I think, is Cody. Who do you think Cody's ride or die till the end? I think Cody's going Nicole ride or die till the what? end. What you don't think it's Memphis? No, I don't think so. I think you don't gonna, think it's Memphis. No, I think he's I, gonna, come on. I think he's going to stick with Nicole till the end. No way, a hundred percent Memphis. This is the one that's been pre-gamed beforehand. This is what's been planned out by Derek. This is what's written in the Big B stars. <laughs> well, let's hope he... I don't know. I think because just from what he's talked about, like to Nicole and in his diary room sessions, it sounds like he is going to be loyal to Nicole. Is he talking game with Nicole like he's talking game with Memphis? I don't think he's getting to like that low, but I think it's just they understood that they're each other's like number ones to like look out for in the house. Why, how did that come to light? 
Was this another pre-gamed I don't, alliance? I don't think so. Because it was like the first, it was like right after Cody won HOH, like him and the, or like Nicole like came up and they were like talking and like Cody was like, okay. That was like the one thing that he approached somebody for. He was like, hmm. Nicole, like I have you till the end. And Nicole was like, yeah, I have you till the end too. Like it's an obvious. Do you think that was just an editing job there by B Big Brother, by the producers? I don't think so. Because in both their like diary, like as... Like when Enzo created the roots with Cody in his diary room, he was like, oh, yep, I still am loyal to Nicole. And then oh, that's true. when okay. Nicole did her final two with Ian, she was like, I'm still loyal to Cody. So I think they're going to take each other to the end. All right. What about Taylor? Who's oh, he Taylor, taking the yes, end? My <laughs> Taylor, what a guy. <laughs> I honestly don't know because he's really like besides making a bunch of deals, he's kind of laid low like. He hasn't really been doing much, like spending a lot of time with one specific person. So Does I don't, so I don't know who he would take. You don't have one person that you think he's closer with than everybody else. I really don't. Do you think Bailey is it? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I thought Nicole. Did yeah. they make a final two deal? I'm sure they did. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's made way more deals. I can't even keep track of. I think they did. Yeah, but I don't know if he'd take her all the way to the end. Well, this is where I I can see the commission and their other four members. This is where I think things will get sticky eventually. Yeah. Because you got a lot of alliances within an alliance. (laughs) It's just getting getting Uh, crazy. This is where it's going to get fun in the next few weeks too because we're going to see as people start going up on the block, POVs start happening. And you know when word goes around the house, when people start saying, all right, so what's everybody thinking? Yeah. Who, who are we voting for? What's happening? And with all these different alliances, things are in lines of communication are going to start getting crossed up, right? Because people yeah. are going to start thinking, tell the other alliance we're doing this. But then all these moles and people that are interconnected, yeah, like, oh, well, we're doing this. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. It's going to blow up. And it's it's... going to be an absolute mess. I can't wait to watch the train wreck when this all happens. Yeah, I was. I mean, this episode we've seen. I mean, I remember what one, two, three, four, six or seven new alliances. Like they're just episode two popping up like crazy. Yeah, and I think this is just the beginning. I I have a feeling next episode we're gonna see even more come down, especially as we start getting into the next eviction. We start getting into safety suite. Oh yeah, we got safety suite again. So we'll That's save that. I'm really excited to talk about some predictions in Memphis. So let's save that yeah, for the we'll end. Yeah, we'll save that. So last piece I got here for on the episode that I wanted to talk about um, was Keisha at the end. She said, I wish most of you luck. And you think that was just throwing heat at Dan and Enzo? Cody and Enzo? I think so, and I guess... I don't know. Yeah, I would say she she's just throwing shade at them. Those are the only two that she named, but I'm sure she probably named other people in the house too. Well, I guess they brought up like, are you sad, like upset that Memphis didn't vote for you? But she was like, no, I get why Memphis didn't vote for me. Hmm. So maybe she's not upset with him. But I think yeah, probably mainly it was just her and or against Cody and Enzo. Well, she said that they dodged her in the house all day. Yeah, like she said, every room that she would walk into, <laughs> they would walk out. So. Not giving me a lot of uh, good feelings about know, how the roots like, are oh. going to play the game if they can't hold a straight face. Yeah, if they can't just be like, or just be straight up with her. Like, if it's like a 
like it's gonna be like everyone's voting the same way. They should be like, hey, like it's happening. Especially I guess it's you... not to them. To, they don't have to tell her who's voting though. Her, but I, if... that's bullshit. And they do that every season where people say, oh, and I hate that they. Sometimes you feel like they know. Yeah. And they're sitting on the couch next to each other, and it's not a close vote. You know, why do they have to tell everybody? Why do you have to know before you go out the door? I don't know. I mean, I guess if I'm going to go out, I would kind of want to know. I wouldn't want to be blindsided, I guess. I guess. See how I would want to be going out. But I think that would drive you crazy. Wouldn't you campaign your ass off? If someone came to you before eviction and goes, hey, look, we, we drew your card. You're going home. Would you just go, okay? Well, I feel like most of the time they'll tell the person like right before the live show starts. Like, right before they're about to sit down to be oh, like... Oh, you think they tell them right before they sit down? Yeah, just be like, hey, like, this is what's going to happen. And then they sit down. All right, I could see that. That's a little bit fair. But, I mean, they could just be straight with her, be in the same room and say, hey, we're not really sure, right? Or yeah, like, we don't want to talk about it. But I, I guess they also... I, I guess maybe Enzo even promised her, like, hey, I will tell you what's going to happen. And then I guess he just <laughs> dipped out every chance he could. Yeah. I think that's kind of sad that it was her only campaigning was let me know. Let me hey know. guys, let me know what you what the plan is. So if I'm going home, I'll just let me know. Yeah. She should also maybe memorize uh, her house guests. The uh, second she called Tyler Taylor, I knew it was I over. <laughs> like I was like, oh gosh. Even over. Janelle, who was the one that wanted to save her. Even Janelle just yeah, looked disappointed. Like, uh, Janelle's like, come on, you're an all-star. Yeah, it's just like in this You guy's... don't even know their name? She's <laughs> like, like, especially Tyler. Like, that guy's the main person from his season right? to I remember. Mean, yeah. Oh, well, we don't have to worry about that. That's done and over with. We're That's moving right. on to week two. Yep. But before we do that, can we talk about Julie Chen's quote before she signed off? Yeah. What I was... Very cryptic. Very cryptic. What did she say again? I can't remember, but it was something that was like, don't oh, it was undo. The, oh, she said the golden rule. Yeah, she said like, it. the golden rule. She's like, don't undo to others what you wouldn't want undone to you or something like that. No, I think it's, well, we're sounding so dumb right now, but it's yeah, we do, are do unto others as you'd want. Yeah, do unto others. treat others as you'd want to be treated. Essentially. Basically something like that. Let me see if I can look this quote. Yeah, look up the golden rule. Let's treat others as you'd want to be treated. There's so many golden rules, though. Which is, well, no, that's the golden rule. But I just seemed out of context. And I wasn't sure why she just threw that in. And it went from, instead of a good night, saying goodbye to the house guest. Yeah, I'm Julie Chen. Good night. We're going to go back to the house and hear some banter. She looks deadpan in the camera and goes, remember the golden rule. Yeah, here it is. Okay, do unto others as you would have them on okay hang on sorry this is a a tongue twister okay do unto others as you would have them do unto you okay yeah it just seemed out of place to me yeah i don't really i think it was them trying to make a statement without fully coming out and making a statement you think so i think so with everything that's going on in the world right now. I think that was them making a statement. You don't think it was game related? I don't think so. I think it was totally. Just like, Julie trying to make some sort of statement? Yeah, trying to make some sort of statement. So CBS isn't in the heat like they typically mm. are. True. Each year. It just kind of took me off guard. Because I, 
I, yeah, it was very weird. I was just and she was her, so serious. Yeah, I was just and she stared her. directly into the camera too. Camera change. She went camera two, boom, and just delivered that delivered message to the it. audience. And, oh, okay. And then we just went back to the light banter of yeah, house like, guests opening up their shaker bottles of like, protein oh, shakes or something. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. That <laughs> okay. was. That kind of came out of left field. Exactly. But props also to Julie. This is a she did not mess up in a live episode. No, not at all. So I'm proud of her. Good job, Julie. Proud of you. Well, let's jump into bromance, showmance, backdoor. Oh, baby. Uh, I'm going to give you a tough one here. It's going to be the solid four, three of the players of the solid four. You're going to have to go with Davon, Bailey, and Cody. Give me your bromance, showmance, backdoor. Okay. I'm going to go backdoor Bailey because I can't stand her. <laughs> so that's an easy one. You can't stand Bailey? Can't stand Bailey. I don't really? like Bailey. Just, I've never, she's always annoyed me. So that's a no for me. So you're backdooring her? Okay. I guess I would still showmance Cody because I'm just like, yeah, whatever with him. And I would bromance Dave. Wait, on. why showmance Cody? You got to elaborate here. You can't just <laughs> brush over showmance with Cody. Just showmance with, I don't know, because it's just, I wouldn't want him to be like my ride or die. Whereas you're like a bromance is like a ride or die to me. So mm, okay. I would do ride or die with Davon all the way to the end. Davon's your pick. Okay. I would go Davon for bromance. Taking the Vegas favorite. Yep. Taking the Vegas favorite. Showmance, Cody still. And then backdoor Bailey. Okay. That's a solid bromance showmance backdoor. I respect that. Yeah. All right. Let's jump on here. Uh, everyone's favorite segment, the rumor slop. Oh, let's go. All right, we've got rumor slop coming up. Everybody's favorite piece that we've been doing. We've gotten a lot of feedback from fans out there. You guys seem to really enjoy the rumor slop. So it's definitely we'll keep it a fan favorite sub or fan favorite uh, segment of our show. I mean, I'll be honest. This is the deepest I've ever gone into Big Brother rumors and backstories, and it definitely makes the season more exciting. Oh, it's a black hole for sure. <laughs> you it just is. get sucked in. Well, the problem is, and as we've discussed, we keep finding out these rumors, and then they end up being true. Yeah, which is well, crazy. Well, not well, not we'll say not technically true, but then we see it come to life in the episode. Yeah, it's just crazy. And so the players, and on the live feeds too, they're kind of backing up what we're reading online, and it seems like nonsense from past players and rumors. But then you hear the players talking about it on the show. Somehow they like they know. Yeah, which is crazy. So here we go this week. Um, Josh today, I, well, I gave the big download in last night's episode. So if you want to brush up last night, we really went in on some rumors. Uh, so we have back to back episodes tonight, so I don't have a ton of new news. Um, check in last night for some of the big drops of the week, but I want to jump on the Josh thing again. So Josh was in USA magazine or us magazine, us today. One of those. Okay. Uh, and he's talking about him not being on the season again. Why does he have to keep bringing this up? Like, he's not on it. Like, stop. So they asked him the same questions that we saw online that were on Twitter. And what got people questioning on the internet was his response. And people were saying that his response wasn't clear. Okay. 
And the message that we've got was that he wasn't on Big Brother All-Stars because he has coronavirus or had coronavirus. Had, yep. End of story. But what we found out was that Evil Dick came out throwing some shade at him, alleging that he was pre-gaming. He was making alliances. He was caught up in this whole storm of stuff that we've been talking about the last few weeks and that BB removed him from the season. So what happened was in his interview, his answer was along the lines of, well, I did have coronavirus, but I then tested negative four or five times. And I was supposed to be a lock to be in this season. I was 100% going in the house. And then he just says, I don't want to get involved in these rumors and I don't want to talk about all this. It's actually none of anybody's business anyway. That's very suspicious. <laughs> and yeah, and that's and why everyone fishy. on the internet is blowing up on Twitter, on Reddit. They're saying, if you didn't get in because of coronavirus, why don't you just say that? Yeah. It's very simple. I had coronavirus, couldn't get on the show. Yeah, I tested positive. I couldn't go on the show. So that's End where this rabbit hole is starting to dig deeper because Evil Dick was throwing shade. And now it sounds like Josh is kind of backed into a corner and... There may be some validity to this. There could potentially be some. Yeah. Because if he was, a, he says over and over again that he was a lock, 100% supposed to be on the season. And then me just reading into it, if he's tested negative four or five times, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they let, let him, just on, let him the on the show? show? Right? That's really weird. Yeah. Why wouldn't they I mean, if anybody, on? he would be the best case because he's already has the antibodies. He can't get it. He beat it. That's true. But I guess you could also see it from like a PR side. So like if he were to have gone into the house and then it would have come out that he did test positive for the virus like a couple weeks before he went in, that would have become like a whole publicity nightmare for CBS. True. I mean, it depends on when he got it. That's true. But he's saying that he got tested four or five times and was negative. I still feel like for CBS to like save their face they're not going to put him on they wouldn't put him on the show so the question is but. if he knew he was out if he got coronavirus and was out of the show why is he getting tested four or five times what was the purpose of that they would only test him four or five times if he kept testing positive well that's what people were saying that they were testing him to go on the show that's, that's where the rumors coming in that they were saying that when he says i was tested four or five times and tested negative that they were testing him as if he was in uh, seclusion, yeah, ready to go on the show and test negative, and then all of a sudden, boom, got pulled. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one because, like, if they they wouldn't test you four times, and like after you get the second negative, they're gonna be done testing you. Or at least that's how it works in the corporate world. Yeah, well, I would think too if you had the antibody test. Yeah, if you have the antibody test, and then if you like get two negative tests and you're clear, you're good. So they wouldn't have tested him four times to get four negatives. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on this situation because Evil Dick was throwing some oh, he's throwing some heat out there. Major shade. Um, but it seems like again that there's maybe some truth to this, so we'll keep tabs on it. It sounds like this was the tabloids picking this up now. Which is crazy. <laughs> so this was the tabloids picking up on Josh and trying to get his comments on all this. So I think there, this is going to keep going. The story's going to get bigger and bigger. We're starting to unravel the the pulling on the threads here. And it's starting to come apart. There's more and more and more to this story. So let's stay tuned and dialed in because I feel like this is going to get bigger. It's definitely going to get bigger. That's, yeah, definitely going to get bigger. So second rumor I got tonight. Okay. 
uh, Janelle and Danny. So okay. there's a lot of heat going on between Janelle and Danny. I know you said that you you have some backstory onto some of the Janelle and Danny stuff. What's well, I have stuff on like Janelle and Nicole F. Like there's a big divide in the house between the two of them because Nicole F is saying that Janelle has pretty much like made up all the rumors and is going around spreading the rumors. Yeah, about but... how she took or kicked Danny. Or and Derek so Nicole is privy so the... to this. Yes, so like I've seen live feed videos of Nicole talking about she's like, oh, I can't go near Janelle because Janelle is starting all this stuff about me and I can't talk to her. So she's like, I'm keeping my distance from her. Really? Yeah. See, because what I read online was that this was between Danny and Janelle because Danny is throwing Janelle under the bus. So basically Danny's the one telling Nicole, hey, Janelle's going around spreading these rumors about you. Interesting. And so Nicole's getting pissed off at... Well, I don't think Nicole's pissed off at Janelle. Is she? No, yeah, yeah. She's pissed off. Or is she's she? not like pissed off, but she like doesn't be like she's not around her. Like she stays away from her. So from what I read on the internet, it sounds like there's some big time tension building up between Janelle and Danny. From what they're seeing on the live feeds, from the way that Danny's going around bad mouthing Janelle. Oh, that's not gonna end well for her. <laughs> and so everyone's saying that this is gonna eventually be just a complete atomic meltdown at some point that we're going to see a Janelle versus Danny blow up. That would make for great television. So I'd love to see that honestly. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's definitely some truth to the Janelle part. Cause I've seen some clips in the live feeds where Janelle is talking about the Nicole F thing and the Derek rumors. And then they cut away and they cut away. So that I one clip I remember seeing was a hundred percent Janelle talking about it. So she could be the one that's, throwing this all around the house yeah it could be because yeah, i saw like a video of like nicole f like talking to tyler or taylor excuse me taylor um and being like oh yeah like janelle like i can't go near her and this was like literally two days into the house being inside the house like she was just like oh this girl's like spreading all these rumors about me day two day two in the house oh man so well evil dick is danny's dad right uh so yep danny's dad somehow i'm just missing how they're involved yeah, I don't know how they're involved. Well, Evil Dick just wants to be involved in everything, so yeah. <laughs> that's not doesn't surprise me that he's super involved. Well, I see Danny just seems to be kind of irked about Janelle spreading rumors. Yeah. So that's kind of where Danny's coming in. But it seems like she's just stepping on dangerous ground here. It doesn't involve you. It's between Nicole F. and Janelle. Just get out of the way. Yeah, just get out. Just let it crash. Just and get burn. out of the way. Don't build up beef with Janelle. Yeah, don't. Just watch it crash and burn, and just stay off to the Janelle's side. Janelle's not somebody you want against you. Exactly. I'd want to be paired with Janelle. hundred percent. You want to be aligned with Janelle. So that's all we got this week, everybody. That's going to be a rumor slop. So keep an eye on those two. We'll keep you updated on all the hot news and gossip and all the craziness we're seeing online on Reddit and Twitter and. All the backdoor deals, live stream updates, and things that are uh, picking up from the underground. We'll share it straight with you there right here on Zinged. Right here. So before we get into Floater Check, let's talk about the HOH competition. Yeah, I, big fan of being able to see who the HOH is right away. Yeah, I like the quick competitions. I hate yeah. the ones where like 
it's overnight. You got to wait the next day. I mean, I'm down. We're going to have to watch some live feeds one oh, night. Oh, when they do like the one where we it's like... We may have to do a slip. live cast. We could. I like the one where they like do the slip and slide across the yard. Yeah, that's a good one. That, one's, that one takes like seven hours. That one, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do that one. I but we're gonna do that one. We definitely should do a live cast for some of the next... Uh, one of those overnight ones. Not necessarily an overnight one, but one that you have to watch after watch episodes. We'll throw the live feeds on. We got the live feeds on right now, actually. But, um, we'll do a live cast with the feed on and keep everybody updated on what's happening and give some feedback. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. But yeah, so I like the competition. I thought the videos were actually pretty entertaining to watch. They brought back their usual actor. I, <laughs> that guy is hilarious. The videos were a little long. They were a little long. They were really weird, but they were a little, like, all right. A little long, but they, they were good. I, my boy Memphis won. Yep, your boy, your sleeper pick. As everybody remembers, my sleeper pick. Exactly. (laughs) Big Brother Fantasy League. I'm coming in hot. My third round pick gets the HOH win. There you go. Huge. Picking up five points there. Yeah, I think that put me in first place. You are in first place right now. Look out, everybody. Big Brother Fantasy. First place right here. But no, I thought it was a good competition. I thought it was going to last a while. The final question was really hard. Yeah, uh, it got really specific. Because like for most really of them, I was like, quickly. okay, I know where that one was, and they're like, oh, was there a vase? I was like, what are you I was like, what? I was like, who's paying attention? If there's a vase in the background, but I guess Memphis was. I know, and I thought Ian. This is one of those games that I thought Ian would be all about attention to detail, minutia things, memory. Yeah. This is a real mind game one that I thought Ian would step up and take. But remember his his strategy is he's just gonna lay low for a while maybe that was his he was just getting himself knocked out early well speaking to that all right how many people do you think threw this game okay the first question kazar definitely threw it i mean the first question the first two questions were just layups were yeah layups or complete layups and kazar very (laughs) quick too very quick not not thinking not even thinking about it he knew exactly which way he wanted to go yeah and then the lady got up i was like oh no and then he walked away i was like yeah you he walked right off this. he knew yeah, he didn't he, want to win this yeah who else was out that first round it was case on somebody else two to three oh, was it everyone's favorite david yeah david. <laughs> I, I also think david did the same thing also speaking of david Though, did you see the shade, or did you hear the shade Julie threw at him when he wants to go do his vote? She's like, oh, your first vote ever in the Big Brother house. I'm like, you're proving why he is not an all-star right here, Julie. (laughs) If he's never casted a vote inside the Big Brother house, then he is not an all-star. But maybe I'll give it to him if that's his strategy. So maybe he, look, you got to have some sort of strategy. So hey, maybe he's saying throw the comp. I hate throwing comps. It really bothers me because I think it's such a floater move. No, it is. But I guess at some point, if it's part of your strategy in some way, I respect that. Um, because I know that those guys are capable players, Kaser and David. David yeah. especially. But I think they both, without hesitation, and yeah, on the like easiest false. layup questions, went straight to the wrong answer. Exactly. So. And I would think, too, that something... with all right, So throwing a comp blatantly... And this is where it gets me. So I think there's a difference between throwing a comp strategically where you know you're going to lose, but you play yeah, like, like you want to win. Like people said last week that there was a uh, watching the POV competition. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a lot of people uh, that went back and watched the cameras as the countdown timers were going, saying that a lot of people purposely let their timers run out. I can see that. And going, oh, oops, oh, oops, sorry, oh, I missed it, I'm out of the competition, okay. So, 
that pisses me off. It, you got to at least make it look like make you're look trying. Like, yeah. Because I think that would put a target on your back. I would instantly be able to say, hey, Kesar and David, uh, you guys are obviously purposely throwing the comps. This is BB All-Stars. If you think you're just going to float through the game, well, you just put a target on your back. Yeah. But I think KSR also proved he's not going to float through the game after doing safety sweet last week. So I think that's true. His could be justified. Like he's not floating. That's true. He, I mean, you don't think he threw that comp though? Oh no, he definitely threw the okay. comp, but Come on. he's not floating. Yeah. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know. I, I, you're right. I have big hopes for KSR, but tonight bothered me. <laughs> He'll make it up to you, I'm sure. All right, let's keep going here. Let's jump into the floater check. Floaters, you better grab a life vest. All right, this week we're floating on, floating in the floater check here. Nicole, give us what you got. Who's your floater this week? So this one was actually kind of hard to pick because they showed, well, obviously they showed every house guest because it was a live eviction, so everyone had to vote. But going off of the pre-edited footage before the live vote, there were some pretty... We finally saw Christmas, so Christmas, congrats. You are yeah, not Yeah, Christmas. Welcome to the we'll, episode, everybody. Welcome to the season. She Good to see D, you. She got a DR. got a diary room this week. So she's she's not floating. So the floater this week that we need to check in on, I believe, is Danny. Ooh, I didn't expect you to go Danny. Yeah, I want Danny because okay. the only time you saw her really was when Memphis was talking to her about joining his alliance but she didn't really like say anything back she's like okay yeah i can go for that and that was it what else has danny done nothing really so we just need to we just need to check in on her i like that she get the floater this week but what about i mean i guess even the last two episodes we didn't see her really yeah we haven't really seen her too much this season so so i think this is where maybe some of that tension's coming in potentially with her and janelle if she's just dodging people being passive aggressive and we're going to watch that tension build. She did tell Nicole uh, A today that she was going to put her up on the block for not liking Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words. She's fighting. <laughs> fighting words. Throwing fists. Oh, what is so he, watch, watch out, Nicole what is A. It, what are they? Throwing cuffs? Throwing cuffs. Or, oh, no, no throwing it? dukes. Yeah, throwing dukes. I don't even think it's throwing you. It's something dukes. Tossing dukes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to go back to the tape on that one. Oh, yeah, so I don't find know. Out. Meow, 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 gang, gang. Yeah, Enzo is Keep that back up. But yeah, so float on, Danny. All right. Well done, Nicole. Float on, Danny. Yeah, I'm such a floater. All right, Nicole. We have a new HOH. First eviction in the books. New HOH. What do you foresee happening next week? Where's Memphis going with this? I don't know. I can see... Well, this is... First off, I'd like to say this is Memphis's first HOH ever. Congrats, Memphis. So, congrats, Memphis. But who do I see him putting on the block? Honestly, I could see him off the bat going somewhere safe and then potentially backdooring somebody. It's a pretty strong move. I don't know who he'd put up, but he'd put up two like safe people and then It's a good way to not get a lot of blood on your hands. Until the veto ceremony and you backdoor somebody. <laughs> mm. so who is it though? Who is he going to, who's the, all right, give me the first two. Who are the safe bets he puts up? I would say safe bet in the house right now is 
David. I feel like he's safe. And then who else is safe in the house to put up? I'm trying to think of somebody else that he's not aligned with that would be safe to put on the block. Nicole oh. A. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I guess you could put <laughs> She doesn't seem like much of a yeah, threat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so maybe like David and Nicole A, and then he That maybe seems a pretty safe combo. Go in and then try to backdoor Janelle or Kazar. I could see him trying to do that. Well, we're close. I think the other way around. I think he's aligned with Cody. I think he's going to come out shooting from the hip, and I think Janelle and Kazar both put a target on their own backs from using yeah. the safety suite. And everyone online is saying how dumb it was for them to both use yeah. the safety suite like we discussed two episodes ago yeah. that you shouldn't have done that and now i think it's going to pay off or i'm sorry it's going to hurt them it's going to come back to haunt them because i think it's an easy target to say they're the only two that don't have the safety suite that's true so throw them up see you later he's also aligned with cody that's who cody uh, we are alleging seemed that he wanted to target that's true so we'll see what happens i my fantasy pick here. I'm uh, I'm excited for him. <laughs> I'm excited to see what this week plays out. I hope they start playing Big Brother. I think we're gonna get some good footage of the commission. I think so. The commission's Run gonna the be well. Room. I think they're gonna blow up their own spot. In yeah. a way, I think that they're gonna give up. Uh, they're just gonna be even super transparent when they're all hanging out in the HOH room. That's true. And it's gonna happen. I just hope Memphis uh, whips out some more scarves because <laughs> that content has been keeping me. Yeah. Fill the people in, Nicole. What? Why is Memphis is going around the Memphis's house? Memphis's scarf game is on point. <laughs> he wears the most ridiculous scarves ever. I'll post it on our Instagram story later after we finish uh, recording this. But his scarf game is wild. <laughs> so Nicole put me onto this. They're in Southern California, and he has been on all the live feeds, wearing these giant Lenny Kravitz scarves. Yeah, because he claims he's miserable because it's so cold inside the Big Brother house. <laughs> <I think laughs> and, like, it is so hilarious. August. It's a total diva move that he's just going to walk around with giant <laughs> scarves <laughs> on. Scarves. <laughs> it's, I mean, I guess it's he is from South Florida. It is entertaining. He is from South Florida, so he's saying he's freezing cold. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess just inside, which they do have the outside now. Outside has been open. Why have we not seen it on the episode yet? I mean, we saw a little bit when Christmas was talking to Cody. But didn't they talk about it last night and said that they really want to get outside? Yeah, they, I guess they hadn't let him outside yet, so... We didn't see it in this episode yet either, have we? No, because Christmas was talking to Cody while they were playing pool, and that was outside. Oh, you're right. Okay. It looks like the backyard's a lot smaller this year than it was last year. Well, what I'm thinking is, do you think maybe that was just after a competition? So maybe when they maybe. let them out for a comp, they just let them stay out there? Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, I guess because no, they cause put all this stuff away from yeah, the competition. They put all this stuff. Yeah, so I don't know. But the backyard is open. I wonder if maybe they're just trying to edit it. They don't want to put any outside footage, really. Yeah, I don't know. To try to make it look like they're quarantining, maybe? Yeah, I wonder if they're actually not allowed to be outside that much just in case somebody gets sick from being outside. Yeah weird but i mean i think that was an important gameplay moment they had to they had to have it on there yeah they had to play it so but it's strange that they haven't addressed that yet yeah very weird well let's take a look at the live feeds in a little bit we'll see what's going exactly. on out there all right so 
you got your predictions on who's going up. Finish out the week for me. How do you see it playing out? So you see who you see winning veto and who's going home. Play that out the week for us. Ooh, playing out the week. Okay. Um I don't honestly don't know what he's gonna do. Since he has like six people, I'd say so he's gonna put up like David or like Nicole, someone safe. And then Someone from his side will win the power of veto, take somebody off the block, and then Kaser goes up. But I don't know if Kaser would go home. I could see Kaser going on the block too, but I think it's going to be a little different. My prediction is we're going to see a veto win by somebody outside of the alliance, and that's where it's going to blow up some questions here. So I could see Bailey or Devon winning the veto. Yeah, but they're just going to do what Cody wants them to do. Oh, true. They are in the core. Well, I don't know. I guess you're right. They would go with Cody. Because if Cody was being like, yeah, like we should use the power veto this way, then they're going to use it in the way that they want. Well, if anybody in the commission wins, we know what's going to happen. They're going to go with whatever. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to go with whatever Memphis Cody want to do. Well, let's see how it plays out. Or maybe Christmas is in there, too. Man, these alliances are got everybody so twisted. And <laughs> They're all so. But I realize I think right now everybody is intertwined, except for the two unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Or Dave, is David even in an alliance with anybody? I don't think he is. Oh no, David's not in alliance just, with anybody. A sitting duck. Oh no. <laughs> so he's oh David, out David, you week. better start making some moves, buddy. You're right. He's the only one that's not intertwined in any of these. Exactly. I, in true all-star form, the all-stars are all making multiple alliances. <laughs> Crisscrossing lines. It's getting messy. Dave is just sitting over in the corner. Yep. Even Janelle, like, on live feeds once was like, who even is this guy? He hasn't even casted a vote. <laughs> How is he an all-star? <laughs> so she's already judging him. All right, Nicole. Let's let everybody get out of here. Let's get out of here tonight and finish it up. We'll yep. see everybody on Sunday, Sunday night. We'll be yes, back. We'll be back. Check us out on Instagram at ZingedPod. And then on iTunes, make sure you subscribe to us and leave us a review. Please, everybody, subscribe. Search us on iTunes if you want to hear us. Uh, We'll also be posting on Reddit after every episode so you can find our content on there. Uh, Finish it tonight for a Zing. How's that sound, Nicole? Yeah. What do you you got for me tonight, Jack? All right. Zing I got tonight is going to be for Keisha. Keisha, you're more disappointing than an unsalted pretzel. Oh, Zing! See everyone on Sunday. (laughs) See you on Sunday.